Welcome back to To Whom It May Concern podcast, a podcast for anyone and everyone who finds us in their mailbox. It's your girl Tatenda. I hope you guys had a lovely two weeks and uh, it was Mother's Day on Sunday, last week Sunday. So if you're a mom, I hope you had a lovely day. I hope your baby spoiled you. If they didn't, I hope you just watch yourself, girl, because sometimes you can't wait for nobody to do things for you. Sometimes you're going to do it yourself. And um, everyone else, I hope you guys support your moms, the non-moms. Sorry, guys. Better luck next time. <laughs> but um, I hope you guys have been good. I've been, I've been good. I've been good. Just been undergoing some serious um, lessons. I've uh, the Holy Spirit has just been really teaching me a lot about growth. I've been learning a lot about character growth. You know, um, it's. It's been hard because character growth and it links with self-awareness as you guys already saw by the title of our topic today. Episode 8, the importance of self-awareness or just self-awareness. And you know, it came from my current school or my current lessons that I'm embarking on. Ah, this journey is hard because character growth has to do with you looking at yourself and admitting that certain things are wrong admitting that okay these characteristics are not good and just admitting that admitting your flaws and allowing other people to even point out your flaws to you that you can't see yourself and allowing yourself to be teachable enough to fix those things you know to allow yourself to be um fixed to be a person of good character you know what i mean to allow yourself to be a person of good character and that's what the holy spirit has just been working on me today and i know people usually like to say but god loves us the way we are yes god loves us the way we are but he also loves us too much to leave us the way we are you get what i mean he loves us with our flaws and everything but just because he loves us with our flaws doesn't mean that he doesn't want us to be the best version of ourselves that we possibly can so he will accept us the way we are but at the same time he will work on us that we can be the best version we can be of ourselves you know he's he loves us enough to take us with our flaws but he also loves us more to fix us so um yes it's not that people always have this um mindset that if you know if someone is trying to help you or if someone is trying to is pointing out a certain bad characteristic that you have that they're trying to change you. Sometimes not even trying to change you. Sometimes it's just trying to better you. I guess I can say trying to better you. Obviously, this depends on um, where the person is coming from. There are just some people that just want to really change you, and just some people that just want to say things for the sake of saying things. And then there's others that genuinely care about you enough to be like, you know what, this is not you. You could be better. You could do this better. You could do that better. And that's what we're talking about, the importance of character growth. Because for a very long time, I've been focusing on spiritual growth. You know, uh, spiritual growth, getting closer to God, you know, hearing God and just having a relationship with God. And as my relationship with God uh, is growing, um, he started speaking to me that it's also important for you to have good character. You know, you can be spiritual, but without good character, it's, it will clash. You know, it will clash. So he's also pointing out the importance of good character, of good characteristics, of being a good person. Because especially for, especially if you're like called to a specific office, you know, it is important for you to be a person of good character. Because the last thing you need is for you to be 
uh, spiritually mature and be operating and moving the Holy Spirit, you know, and get into an office whereas your character is so bad that it chases people away more than it draws people closer to Christ. So it's important to have good character because sometimes you could have a character that triggers other people, you know, triggers people badly. So it is important for you to be aware of who you are, the way you act, the way you treat people, um, the way the things that you might do that might hurt other people, and that's what the Holy Spirit has been working on me on for a while. He's been teaching me patience. He's been teaching me uh, tolerance. He's been teaching me kindness. He's been teaching me um, endurance. He's been teaching me a lot of endurance because God knows had like. Rumbi two years ago would not stand for nonsense. Rumbi two years ago would just insult you. Wouldn't care whether you're grown up or not. Like if you step on her toes, she would have just been probably the most disrespectful kid you've ever met in your life. Rumbi two, three, four, five, six years ago didn't give a toss who you were. Rumbi that time wanted to be heard. She would speak up. She didn't understand that sometimes silence is a better answer. Some, it's not every fight that that needs to be fought. You know, sometimes it's better to just walk away than to fight. Rumbi was a dog that was just barking. Rumbi was just like a barking dog, an angry poodle, because I couldn't even do anything. I can't fight. <laughs> Actually, I think I can. I've just never been in a fight. I'm not a violent person. Uh, but, like, I was the kind of person that would just give you a piece of my mind. Like, I wouldn't care who the hell you are. And now I'm learning how not to do that. You know, I'm learning how that is not a good look for me. You know, being known as the girl who shouts, being known as the girl who wants to it's not a nice look you know what we know as the girl who knows how to put people in their place it's not a good it's not cute like back then i thought it was cute like you know i'm that girl i'll, I'll, I'll put you in your place but now that i think about it it's, it's not cute it's not it's not respectable so now i'm learning how to be respectable i'm learning how to carry myself better I'm learning how to carry myself better. I'm learning how to pick my fights. Uh, some of it is also based on trauma a bit because I feel like um, during my time when I was like a headless chicken, just doing everywhere, during that time I would speak good facts, but because of my tone and because of the way I'll put them out there, they wouldn't be heard, you know, because I was just shouting them out. I wasn't speaking them out in a mature tone. I wasn't speaking them out in a good manner, in a civilized manner. So the way hardly, I was hardly ever heard. So now I'm learning the importance of tone. I'm learning the importance of communication. You know, it's good. It's, you need to learn how to communicate well with other people, you know, because I feel like sometimes people always complain. No one ever hears me. But then again, it's how are you speaking? to other people because if you go in front of people or you go to a certain group of people and you shout and like oh this want you to do that no one's going to hear you because you're yelling like no one likes to be shouted at you know no one likes to be shouted at sometimes just you can just speak to people properly just be like yo i have a problem and i think a b and c and just make someone see it in the nicest way possible so i'm learning that and rumbi now is a lot calmer those who think I'm wild now should have met me back then because child, <laughs> I was a nightmare. But now I'm calm. I mean, I still act irrationally here and there, but I'm a lot nicer. I'm learning how to be a lot nicer. I'm learning how to not let certain things get 
to me i'm learning how to not let certain things frustrate me because the holy spirit is working on me and has pointed these flows out to me so not because i'm aware of these flows i'm now working on them because i'm aware that i of the fact that i'm impatient i'm now learning how to be patient i'm not learning how to be tolerant because i'm aware that my communication skills are bad i'm not learning how to speak better to people you know um I'm learning these things because it's important for you to learn certain things because the last thing you want to do is for your character to block your path or to block your success in the future. You get what I mean? And um, I remember I was reading an article when I was doing my research. Hey, research, babe. And it says that um, you need to get to a place where you retain your behavior. Otherwise, it will impact your future opportunities. You know, you need to be aware of your behavior. And once you are, you need to be aware of your behavior. And once you're aware of your Actually, rather, you need to be aware of what triggers you. You need to be aware of what triggers you. And you need to be aware of how you act once you're triggered. And then once you're aware of that, you will learn. You start working on how you can change your reactions. You start working on how you can change the way you react to certain triggers. And you start working on how to not let certain things trigger you. And when you, once you get to a point where you don't let certain things trigger you, you'll be able to move better. You know, you're able to move better, you'll be able to act better. And once you act better, you know, you won't block opportunities for yourself. Because if you're known as a person who's impulsive, it's going to be hard for you to get a job anyway. It's going to be hard for you to work with people, even in teamwork. Because majority of the time, if you're working at a lot of jobs, there's a lot of teamwork that's involved. You know, unless if maybe you have your own company and you're the boss and you're also the worker and you just do everything on your own. Then, yeah, by all means, you can be a stack as you are, no one cares. But if you're a person who's going to work around people you know for a fact that you're going to be around people you need to learn how to work well with people you need to learn how to talk well with people you need to learn how to treat people well you know you need to learn how to be respectful to people you get what i mean one thing i'm also learning how to do is how to be respectful even to people that are younger than me because a habit that we usually have as adults is we look down on younger people you know we don't give them um a second thought but i'm learning how to be respectful to even younger people especially because i used to babysit my cousin and when I used to spend time with him, I actually realized that kids have a lot of emotions and kids have a lot of good points. And I used to just speak to him and I used to be like, what do you think? And, you know, he would, he would say certain things. And I'm like, that's actually a very good idea. You know, like when I sit by myself, I'd be like, rah, that kid is smart, you know. Like, I'm learning. So as I started learning that, I've, I'm now learning how to respect people of all sizes. Because I feel like... Another thing that people have or believe that people have is just because you're an adult or you're older than someone, you automatically deserve respect. Respect is earned. It's a statement people always say. Respect is earned. It's not just given to anyone, you know. And respect is a give or take situation. And the older I get and the more the Holy Spirit is working on me, the more I'm learning how to give to people what I would like them to give and give back to me. I'm learning how to treat people the way I would like them to treat me. I'm learning how to speak to people the same way I would like them to speak to me. And it's a lot, you know, because you learn, because most of the time you find yourself complaining about other people's characters without looking at yourself and realizing that you have the exact same horrible characteristics and yet you have the audacity to be complaining that this person is doing this or this person is doing that. But because the Holy Spirit is working on me, he's showing me that Rimby. You are complaining that that guy did this or this girl did this, but you do the exact same thing. I'm like, oh my God, do I? It's like, yes, you do. And I'm like, oh, geez, please help me. I don't want to do that. And I start learning. So it's all a matter of 
being self-aware. You know, self-awareness is very important. And as I was doing my research, I got a definition from psychologists Shelley and Roberts. I was going to say their surnames, but I can't pronounce them, and I don't want to offend anyone. So I'm just going to say Shelley and Roberts. Yeah, but they say that self-awareness is the ability to focus on yourself and how and how your actions, thoughts, and emotions do or don't align with your internal standards. And they also spoke about how that if you're highly self-aware, you can objectively evaluate yourself, manage your emotions, align your behavior with your values, and understand correctly how others perceive you. So when you're highly self-aware, or when you're self-aware, oops, or when you're aware. When you're self-aware, you know how to act. You know how to manage your emotions. You you are aware of what triggers you, and when you are aware of what triggers you, you know how to contain your emotions to not act irrationally. You know, um, you now know, um, what makes you angry. When you know what makes you angry, you can now train your be. You can now train yourself that you don't act out of character or do out or say anything out of character. And that's what I'm learning how to do. I'm learning of. I'm learning how to rather. I'm learning how to manage my temper. I'm learning how to be more patient that I don't act out of character. Because the last thing I want is for people to perceive me as a bad person, whereas I'm not a bad person. And you know, and another thing I also learned is I'm a very reserved person. Like I'm the kind of person that if you take me to a club or a party or any event, I will not talk to anyone else besides you because I just don't know how to talk to people. So I'll just stay there and if you're not there I'm just gonna be quiet myself in the corner probably on my phone and not mind anyone. And I've learned that that characteristic of mine that that reserved um personality or characteristic of mine might be perceived wrong because people might look at me and be like oh no you're a snob you know i've heard it a couple of times at school uh where people be like you know i remember the first time i met you i thought you were actually a very mean person i thought you're a snob but when i got to know you you're actually such a nice person like you're actually so funny and i was like why would you think i'm a snob and i'm like because you don't talk to anyone all you do is you just ca- come to class and sit there with your earphones and after class you just eat and go home i was like oh okay <laughs> I understand now, you see, and because I was aware, after that part of me was shown to me, I'm slowly learning how to break out of my shell. I'm slowly learning how to greet people. So when I get to a place, I'm trying. I get to a place, I'm trying to say hi to a few people, just so people don't think I'm rude. So I just try to so, say, hi, hey, how are you? I'm fine. And then I'll just, you know, be quiet afterwards. I'm learning how to slowly break out of my shell because the last thing I want is for people to see me in the wrong light, you know, and... It could easily be like, oh, but why would you care so much about what people think about you? It's not that I care about what people think about you. It's just that I really care about my image. You know, I really care about my image, especially because it's, I pray to be a soul winner. I pray to God to send me out there and bring souls to him, you know, and win souls back to the body of Christ. And I can't expect myself to go out there and win souls with a stank face. Like I can't expect to tell people about God one day and then for them to listen to me if I look like I'm a snob or if I give off mean vibes or if I give off irrational vibes because it's because we're like no ways. You get what I mean? And also in my and also because I I have a journalism degree, so it's also like when I work I can't have. I can't look at type of way. I have to carry myself in specific type of way, especially because I'll be doing journalism. And as a journalist, you work with the people. You tell the people stories. How do I expect someone to trust me with your story if I just give off a horrible um, energy or if I just give off horrible vibes? So I'm, I'm slowly learning how to be 
um, how to know myself and I think self-awareness is very important you know it's very important for us to know ourselves there's two types of self-awarenesses there is private self-awareness and there's public self-awareness so private self-awareness is something that you know about yourself that others don't know about yourself like for example I being around large crowds of people gives me anxiety I don't like being around large crowds. I don't think concerts are for me. I don't know. I don't. I might enjoy it, but I don't see myself going to concerts because I feel like when there's a lot of people, I feel like I'm running out of air. So um, being around a large group of people gives me anxiety. That's something that I know. So when I'm around people, I've learned how to breathe. So now when I go there, I breathe just so that I don't have a panic attack and scare the whole world. So that's something that I'm aware of, self-awareness. So because of that, I avoid going to places where there's like a large crowd of people so even if a friend goes oh let's go to this place i'm just like no it's okay go by yourself because the last thing i want to do is to go with them and to hinder them from having fun so i'm aware of that characteristic i'm aware of that and so i and so i learn how to work on my anxiety i won't block other people from having their fun and then public self-awareness is something that people is when people are aware of how others see themselves so you you know that people see you a type of way. You know, people see you as a nice person. People see you as a horrible person. That's public self-awareness. So you're aware of what people say about you. And because sometimes it's the wrong thing. So now you work on yourself to make sure that you, to prove. Not necessarily to prove them wrong. You know what? The more I listen to myself speaking, the more I sound like I'm trying to be a people pleaser. I promise you, I'm not encouraging you guys to be people pleasers. I'm just trying to encourage you to know yourselves <laughs> oh my god i'm just trying to encourage you guys to know yourselves because i think it's important for you to know yourself because if you don't know yourself sometimes when you don't know ourselves we find ourselves chasing people away from us unintentionally because we don't understand that our characteristics or our characters are that horrible that people can't stick around us for a very long time you know sometimes i've learned to say oh i mean no you know i was this person was my friend but then they left and then she was my friend and they left and then she was my friend and they left like these people can't be real friends and we all want to point at other people without looking at ourselves sometimes we're the problem why is what sometimes we need to get to a place where we look at ourselves and go why can't i keep a friend why is that every friend i have leaves after three after three weeks how is it that every time I form a bond or a relationship with someone, two weeks later, that person starts drifting away from me? A couple of months later, that person's going to talk to me. And now I'm strangers with that person. What is wrong with me? You know, we need to get to a place where we are aware. Because one thing I've learned is when you're not, a, when you're not, when, when you don't have uh, self-awareness, you blame everyone else but yourself. You see the wrong in everyone else. You point out the wrong in everyone else. And you are always perfect. You don't realize that you are the one that's in the wrong. You know? And if you you know, you know, you know you get those people like so so sorry to say this, but you know those grandmas that no one likes, those ones that just live excuse me, that live by themselves and they're just like so lonely and like no one wants to visit them and like they just have one auntie take care of the grandma because like grandma is just not the nicest person and the grandma's like everyone hates me everyone hates me i'm such a nice person and it's like no grandma you are horrible you are horrible to people when you are uh, during your days you are horrible to people that no one likes you now you're by yourself and now you're crying saying that you're horrible and saying that um everyone hates you whereas you are the problem but because you didn't 
have a moment of self introspection you now find yourself in a place where you're by yourself and you're lonely and there's nothing worse than getting there i i god forbid i get there i feel that's one of the reasons why i allowed the holy spirit to work on my character because i'm like i'm not gonna end up like one of those lonely grannies that no one likes god forbid i be that lady and god forbid you be that lady either or that grandpa either because no one likes those people you know those people that are just not likable you get what i mean like i just I just want everyone to be kind. That's what I want. World peace. I think I should go for modeling and just be like, world peace. <laughs> I'm not mocking anyone. I'm just saying. But um, I just I just want everyone to be kind. You know, the last thing I want is for us to block opportunities for ourselves because of our characters. Because believe it or not, my dad used to always say this. Believe it or not, you're going to need people. You can't live in a world, in a world where it's just you. You're going to need someone someday. You can't ever be by yourself. Believe it or not, you're gonna need people, and because you're going to need people, which means you're going to need to carry yourself well, which means you're going to need to give a good impression. You might say that no, but I want to have my own business, but you're gonna have to start somewhere, because you can have your you can have your own business, but how are you going to draw clients to that business? How are you going to draw people to that particular thing? You know, you got you you need people, so because you're going to need people, it's important for you to carry yourself in a way that people actually like. Because the last thing you want to do is to have a horrible characteristic and just be really stank to everyone and be really horrible to people and just be a very selfish person because no one's ever going to help you. And when no one helps you, you want to cry. Oh my gosh, the world is so cruel. Sometimes the world is kind. Maybe you're the cruel one. You know, we need to get to a place where we look at ourselves. And I'm so grateful to God that I've been learning this. And it's one of the hardest things to learn. Learning that you're the problem. Finding out that you know what, I'm the problem. It's hard, you know, it's you have to admit it. Because you can't ever get help unless you admit it. You can't ever Yeah, you can't ever get help unless you admit it. You know, it's it's like drugs. It's like addiction. You can't ever get help unless you admit that you are addicted to something. So the only way for you to get to a place where you work on yourself and become the best version of yourself is if you get if you allow yourself to be transformed. And one thing I love is, see, especially if you're being transformed in Christ, there's a lot of kindness with it. You know, the Holy Spirit is patient with you. Bro, if I tell you the amount of times I acted out of character and still the Holy Spirit was like, that wasn't good. Next time, just do this. You know, you're not being yelled at. You're not being um, yelled at. You're not, it's not, it's not a harsh um, reprimand. It's a kind reprimand because in the Father there's love. One thing about God is God is love. We spoke about this last week. We said love. God is love. You know, and when the Holy Spirit is working on your character, He does it so kindly that even you don't mind. But He can only do that unless you allow Him to do it. You know, and another thing is, the last thing I want to do is to be, because I want to be, one thing about me is I want to be used by God. And for me to be used by God, I want to allow for my character to be transformed. I want to have the same character as Christ. Because the Bible calls us to be Christ-like. And most of the time, when people hear to be Christ-like, they start thinking, oh, to be close to the Holy Spirit, to be close to God, to do this. But you know, you need to even take the character of Christ. Christ was kind. Christ was loving. So even the character of Christ, that's what you need to have. You need to have the patience that Christ had. You know, the endurance that Christ did. So... Because I'm at a place I want to be used by Christ, I'm slowly allowing myself to be transformed. But in order for me to be transformed, I first need to admit that I'm broken. 
You know, one thing about God is God wants you to admit. And he doesn't even shun you for admitting it. Like, one thing I'll admit, I'll be like, God, I'm not going to lie to you. I am very impatient. I quickly get annoyed. And one thing God will be like, I know. But we can work on it. Just admit your brokenness. Just admit that, okay, you know what? I'm not perfect. I need help with A, B, and C. And once you allow, and once you admit it to yourself, you feel like a weight is being lifted off your shoulders because now you allow yourself to actually grow into the version of yourself that you're meant to be. Because one thing is you can't ever be the best version of yourself unless you allow for your character to be built. You know, most of the time we focus on, especially Christians, we focus on the spiritual side and forget character, you know, and that's when you find and that's when you find our um people running out of churches and be like oh no that pastor was horrible oh no this lady this this pastor was so mean that pastor did that and there's a lot of people who leave church because of the characteristics of um the leaders in the church maybe the bishop maybe the 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 deacons maybe the 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 people people leave church because of the characteristics of those people and you and you start wondering how how are you living from when this this man of God is a powerful man of God? Yes, he's a powerful man of God, but he didn't allow himself for his character to be groomed. He allowed for himself for his character to be grown. And one thing about me is I find prayer points in everything that I see. And I'm like, you know what, God, help me. And one thing about the Holy Spirit is he speaks to you. He speaks to you and the Holy Spirit will show you. It's fine. If you don't work on your character, you just end up like this. And you're like, nah, I'm not going to be like that. And there's also Bible... Um, Bible people from the Bible, you know, we see people from the Bible as well. They were not perfect either. You know, we see um, Moses who was rather insecure, and because of his insecurity, I still think he could have done a lot more. Because not because he was insecure, because of his um, stutter, Aaron had to come into the picture. Whereas I feel like had Aaron never been in the picture, he could have done a lot of great things by himself. But because of his insecurity, he hindered his own greatness. He could have been far greater than that. You know, we see um, people in the Bible and their characteristics. You know, we see um, David. David used to like women. In some stage in love, he killed somebody for his wife. And that's not good, but because... The, I, I, and one thing I like about David is... And why God says David is after my own heart. is because when David realized he did something wrong, he went and he repented. And he's like, yo, God, I did something wrong. And God listens. You know, God listens. And... and People and people always say, "Oh wow, David, David, and David was a great man, you know." Because one thing about David is David knew he understood that I have flaws, and because I have flaws, I need God to help me with these flaws. And that's what made him such a great person because he constantly seeked God. He constantly seeked God, and 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 I'm trying to be like that, you know, to be at a place where I'm so aware of myself to a point where I, I, I go to God, where I don't act out of character. You know, sometimes we go, how now Kunje, this person in the Bible did this, how now Kunje, Uzbanbani was shouting at people, how now Kunje, Jesus got angry in the church and he threw things around. And we use that, um, and we use that to, um, uh, to justify ourselves. Be like, oh, if this person did so can I, but no. Just because that person did doesn't mean that you must do the same thing. You get what I mean? You know, we need to get to a place where we stop making excuses for ourselves and get to a place where we, like, become accountable. You know, become ac- accountable for our actions, become accountable for our behavior, become accountable for the things that we say. You know, be accountable for everything. You know, and most of them are like, oh, but I was angry. Of course, I acted out of character because of angry. No, be accountable. You know what? I, I allowed myself to get angry. I shouldn't get angry. 
don't don't make excuses for yourself get to a place where you are aware of what makes you angry and once you get to a place where you know what makes you angry try by all means to avoid that try by all means to avoid that i'm slowly learning things that trigger me i'm slowly learning that i don't like being in, in places or situations where i feel unappreciated and because i and they make me sad they they they, they make me sad being in a place where i'm unappreciated because i feel like for a very long time in my life i have been appreciated or go to a place where i feel like i'm undermined or i'm being belittled i don't like being in situations like that because i'm getting to a place where i finally love myself so when i find myself in a situation where i feel like i'm being i'm not being appreciated or i'm just being undermined i remove myself for the sake of my own happiness instead of shouting at people and and and, and being angry at the whole world and being bitter i just i just go you know what maybe i shouldn't be here and i remove myself why because i'm self-aware i'm aware of what triggers that emotion of mine i'm aware of what triggers bitterness in my life i'm aware of what might potentially trigger bitterness in me i'm aware of what might potentially trigger frustration and because i'm aware of that i remove myself from situation that caused me to be frustrated or from situation that caused me to be bitter because i don't want to be a better person i don't want to be known as a girl with a bitter character or a bitter personality i want to be known as a happy person so for that reason I, and i want to be a happy person not just be known as it but i want to be a happy person and people always say i want to be known as a good person but they aren't good people I want to be a good person and be known as a good person. But in order for us to be good people and to be known as good people, we need to get to a place that we look at ourselves and we are aware of ourselves. We are aware of our characters. We are aware of the things that we have, that we do wrong. You know, we are aware of certain um, things that we do. Like, for example, I'm very playful. And sometimes I realize that I can't be that playful around because some situations call for seriousness. So I'm slowly learning how to be serious in other situations. I'm learning how to do that. I don't like confrontations. Sometimes when someone is trying to argue with me, I just say, okay, fine, and then I walk away. My mom gets very angry when I do that because she's like, I act like a man. <laughs> I don't think I'm acting like a man. I'm just avoiding confrontations because my thing is, I understand that if I say anything to you now, you're not going to hear me because you're angry. So I just say, okay, but I'm learning that, no, with, such, with certain people, I still need to try. I can't just walk away because that's going to aggravate them. So now... Being self-aware is, I'm being self-aware of what triggers me, but I'm also being aware of what I do that triggers other people. Because being self-aware is more than just knowing what what your flaws are, but it's also knowing about something that you do that maybe causes other people to be angry or causes other people to be annoyed. So, um, yeah, let us, I just, I don't know, I feel like, well, I don't know if I was teaching or just sharing or I was just rambling, I was doing something. Um, I hope this helps someone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I hope this helps someone. I really do hope that this helps someone. And, um, I think we should just get to a place where we are self-aware. Because I know for a fact that all of us want to be the best version of ourselves. I know for a fact that we all want to be the best version of ourselves. No one here wants to not to be anything less than the best version of themselves. And because once we're the best version of ourselves, we can never we can never get there unless we allow for our characters to grow as well. We should never ever ever ignore character growing the character. And in order for us to grow in terms of our character, we need to be self-aware. Because when you're aware of yourself, that's when you start changing and shifting certain things, and you find your personality changing, you find your character traits changing, all all because of self-awareness. So we need to get to a place of self-awareness first. And once we are aware of ourselves, 
we start making the necessary changes because to be honest no one likes being angry no one likes shouting no one likes being bitter no one likes being salty and because we don't like doing those things let us get to a place where we find what makes what what causes us to do those things and once we admit that then we can start working on ourselves start being more patient start learning how to be more tolerant start learning how to be more loving you know sometimes we need to learn how to even put boundaries you know so um god help us in this season of learning of our characters being worked on I won't lie to you, sorry, it's fun. It's hard. It is very, 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 very hard. Because sometimes you just want to shout. But then you're like, no, I'm better than this. And then you hold it in. One thing about me is I cry. <laughs> I'm such a crier. Like, I cry. Like, this whole week I've been crying. <laughs> but that's a story for another day. <laughs> Every time something happens that I feel was wrong, I cry. And because God is the one working on me, every time I feel like I wanted to shout, I just really wanted to act irrationally. And God's like, don't act irrationally. And I get frustrated because I have all these emotions that I suppress. I end up just going to him and just crying to him. I'm like, but God, I just cry to him. But after crying to him, I'm like, you know what? It's cool because I could have said some really hurtful things and just really ruined my friendship with this person or that person. And I could have just ruined my relationship with that person. And because I'm now aware and because I allowed the Holy Spirit to calm me down, I now get to keep that friendship. I now get to keep that relationship. You know, what's a few tears? They don't do that. Tears, you know, they're going to come back. I'm sure my body's going to produce more water soon. So it's just a few tears. It's better for you to um, to cry on your own. And it's better for you to hold your tongue and just cry out of frustration than for you to ruin something beautiful or to ruin something that God created. Because sometimes we, 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 we break things that God gave to us because of of irrational characters sometimes god brings people to us and we chase them away because we don't know how to act correct and our characteristics and our personalities um and our, our characteristics and our personalities chase people away but because we we're not self-aware we don't know that we are causing people to find a way and we are and we are closing opportunities for ourselves we're closing doors for ourselves because we you never know who's who's going to help you open your next door you know, so for, because you never know that you honestly, you need to be kind to everyone. That the saying always says, stay kind, be kind to everyone, because you never know who's going to help you in the future. So, you know, you need to get to a place where you are aware of yourself and you are aware of what could potentially chase people away that you do, a characteristics, a flaw. And learn that once you learn that and you try and control that, because really, we chase people away, we chase blessings out of our own lives by the way we act. You know, and because I've learned that and because the Holy Spirit has brought that to my attention, I'm not learning how to work on that. Because the last thing I want to do is to chase away godly people or amazing people that God brought into my life. Because I've been praying for God to bring the right crowds to me. I've been praying for opportunities and say, God, please provide me with opportunities like A, B, and C. And then God will bring someone, but then I'll act out of character and that person will run away and have no one to blame by myself. Because I didn't allow him to work on my character, now I chased everything away. 
you know people another thing i've also learned is sometimes we cry to god but god you promised me a b and c he promised me that sometimes god also holds back certain things from us is because we don't have the right character to keep those things because if god gives us certain blessings and before our character is made right we will act out of character and we'll lose everything god some god knows and sometimes people be like you know god knows i say my mom is always say your God knows why he did not give certain people money because he knows you'll be greeting people with sticks. He knows how snobbish you'll be. So sometimes God needs to work on your character, teach you humility, teach you love, teach you kindness, teach you patience before he elevates you. Because if he elevates you without fixing your character, you're going to go up there and you're going to damage yourself and you're going to ruin everything and you're going to go and you're going to fall f- face flat on the ground. So sometimes God has to work on our characters before he gives us certain things. So another thing, another, so sometimes we even hinder ourselves from being blessed by God by not allowing him to work on our character. Because God will say, I'll give you A, B, and C, but unless you act accordingly, you can never get A, B, and C. So that's another thing that God is showing me. You know, I'm like, but God, you said you want me to give me this, but you said I'm going to do that. I was like, yes, I, yes, that can still happen. But Ruby, I need you to work on this first. I can't give you this until I, I'm sure that I can trust you with it. And so I'm sure that you're mature enough in character and you're mature enough in spirit and you're mature enough as a person to do these things. And so then I'm going to need to keep you here a little while longer. I need you to be as teachable as possible. I need you to allow me to help you grow because unless you agree to grow, girl, you're going to be here a long time. So you determine, sometimes we determine how fast our blessings come to us. We determine how fast we receive things from God by how, by our willingness to be teachable, by our willingness to allow him to help us grow. So, um, yeah, I just thought I need to share that. Um, I was actually about to close, but hey, <laughs> so, um, let us open our hearts, you know, and allow God to grow and help us you know it's deeper than just spiritual growth character growth is just as important you know growing in character is just as important as spiritual growth so let us not um open our eyes to one and close our eyes to the other no let us allow for both to grow together you know so let us open up to god and allow him to just help us grow and yeah Hopefully I helped someone. Hopefully I encouraged someone. And yeah, that's the end of our episode. Hope you guys have a lovely week. Hope you guys have a lovely week. And go to church on Sunday. <laughs> and please do follow us on Instagram at to whom it may concern podcast X. Yeah. Hope you guys have a lovely week. Let us open our hearts to God. Let us allow ourselves to be built and to be fixed and to be made into who we're really, really, really meant to be. Lots of love. God bless. And just have a wonderful, wonderful week. Drink responsibly. I know I don't have as much energy today. I've just had a hectic week. Emotionally, I've had a hectic week but i should be back soon i promise i'll be back with energy as soon as possible but yeah i just i just had a very draining week 
emotionally but i'm okay i promise you i'm okay like i said this character growth stuff is it's hard but it's for the best one day i'll look back and i'll be like hey i'm glad i took that lesson so yeah bye guys